0: God Identity Podcast. We are a faith-based platform where we influence creatives to live authentically in pursuit of their purpose. So if you're passionate about impacting lives, monetizing your gifts and talents, and you desire to grow a relationship with God, then tune in to our podcast. We are so glad to have you a part of our community. Welcome to the God Identity Podcast and in this episode we are introducing you to season number two. Hey, I'm excited. I'm excited that we're actually in season number two now and I had a fun season one taking off on the God Identity Podcast. I really did enjoy, I enjoy what I do with the podcast episodes. I'm just that type of person where I like to listen to people's stories and everything. So I just hope that you all enjoyed it as well. I try to find people who are in that same niche of entrepreneurs, living in purpose, and also impacting lives. That's my main um, goal. And to also just feed you all with knowledge or just ways of inspiration, but also um, insight to how people are actually making things work as they live in their purpose or as they're doing living out their adventure so we've had um about 13 episodes in this past season so i'm excited to kick off season number two i'm actually going to be solo dolo today i actually have a message that i recorded um one night i was trying to figure out everything in my heart of what to say because i'm like i know this next podcast episode is going to be just me but I'm that type of person I like to be moved by the spirit of God and I like to hear what is necessary to be um, said so I took some time and I thought about it and I, and I just felt it in my spirit to talk about the so- the topic of self-sabotage and that's something that's being highlighted in my life a lot lately I didn't even notice that I self-sabotage and once you know, Things were just brought to the surface in my life. And I'm just like, I kept hearing in my spirit self-sabotage. And I'm like, what exactly does that mean? You know, you would think, I used to think self-sabotage was like physical um, abuse. But now I realize it's really emotional, spiritual, unconscious abuse. Or maybe not just abuse, but like more so of like, um, you're it's like procrastination and, You may be overcritical, little taking things a little bit too serious. Like, some things, like, just it's a sign of you need a little bit more love. So, you're going to hear a lot about self love in this episode. You're going to hear about, um, a few other things. I pre-recorded it because like I said, it was like out of my spirit and I had to record it at that time, but I definitely hope you enjoy. I want to thank all of my listeners and anybody else that listens to um, Up To Me Radio's other podcasts. Um, we have other podcasts on the site. If you visit uptomeradio.com, you'll see all of the different um host in their in their podcast they have amazing it's amazing different combinations of like entrepreneurship and health and womanhood and just so many great episodes and on the podcast on the site up to me radio so also too um i also want to list this out before i start as well um we have a rating and a comment feature on our site as well so if you visit up to me radio and you go to our shows tab on the site you will see the god identity podcast and on my page you can actually click on um a podcast episode to listen to and you you can go it'll take you to a new page and you can actually leave a comment and rate. So I would love to hear from you. Listen, let me tell you about this. We are very um, unconscious when it comes to <laughs> communicating. And this is something I had to adjust to as well. So I totally get it. But When we are speaking, whether we are on video, whether we are making a YouTube video, whether we're on a story, whether we're on a podcast, we are intending to communicate with you. And so that's why there's different features like the like button, the share button, the comment button, because we are like electronically communicating with people like you individually. And when you communicate with us and leave a comment, it lets us know that we're not just talking to midair. So like, for instance, imagine you having a conversation with somebody and they're just there staring at you. How odd is that, right? It's really awkward. And so when we are talking, whether we're on a podcast episode or a video, whatever it is, posting something on social media, we would love to hear a response back. And as someone who is just a leader and I communicate, I'm building my audience. I would love to hear back from whoever is listening. So your feedback matters. Your communication matters. Everything um, that you, any type of way of communication, it matters. Like if we ask a question, hey, leave us an answer. You know, it let's us know that you're actually communicating and you're engaged. So it's just a different way of thinking and living and being. So, anyways, I don't want to talk too long on that, but I want to get into this this uh, conversation with you. I'm so excited. Um, I hope you are you enjoy it, and please let me know your feedback about it. Um, if you're in a season where you feel as though maybe you know life is changing for you as well, and you know. It's just a certain season that we're in. And baby, we are getting better and better every single day. So I don't want to give too much about the episode. Let's go ahead and get into it. I feel deeply in my spirit to talk on the subject of I am identity. And I think this is going to be a, an open conversation. I'm just in a unique place in my life where (laughs) I just don't have much to say. And I'm just reeling in on my purpose in being here. Have you ever wondered or thought of, what is my purpose? A majority of people think this. What exactly am I called to? What is my niche? Right? What is my niche? What am I what is my target audience? If you're in a business world, those are things that we think of. And it's important to know because that runs your business ultimately. So um It's not that I don't know my purpose. I just think that there are times in life where God gives us many gifts. If you're one of those creatives who just have so many different gifts, you know how to do a lot of things, but you're like, what is that one thing that I can focus on and run with it and be successful in and then build something else up? So. I couldn't get to sleep and I had to record this because I feel like I wanted to touch on something. Um, when it comes to identity, it's a beautiful place to be when you are able to tap into your God identity. It's a beautiful place to be when you are able to say, I and firm on what I want to do in life. Nothing can shake me. Nothing can distract me. Nothing can break me. I am sure of this one thing. I am going to go hard on this one thing. And of course I have other dreams, but I'm going to go hard and focus on this one thing until I can see it getting up and off of the ground. That's somebody with focus and vision. That's And it's amazing. It's a beautiful place to be when you are going forth in your dreams and your aspirations and things are just miraculously manifesting for you because you have tapped into a side of yourself that is like literally the fuel to your fire and you're continuing to go because you're passionate in it. It's a beautiful place to be when you're capable of taking on an assignment and run with it and just see things line up. It's beautiful. And I've seen that in others. And sometimes we find a hard time seeing it within our own selves. We beat ourselves up a lot, right? Let's be honest. We beat ourselves up a lot because maybe, you know, we have certain expectations and we don't see those expectations coming to pass. But one thing I realize is that, you know, when we aren't like there's 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 like I feel like I don't want to say this the right way because it's in my mind, but I'm trying to get it into words. OK, so there's like a capacity that we can place on ourselves unknowingly, like subconsciously, like my expectations may be different for myself, may be different for someone else's expectations for themselves because they know and they have a vision. So they may be, they may be, you know, very successful in their craft, and they still beat themselves up. And you may look at that person. And be like, yo, why are you beating yourself up? Because like you doing success. But they, in their mind, have a bigger vision than where they are right now. So then whatever success that they have right now, it feels like it's not enough. It feels like it's not enough. Because they have a bigger vision. But to you, you may look at them like you're doing just fine. And the important thing to do and know is that everybody's walk is different. And when it comes to comparing yourself to others, it's a dangerous place to be. It's a dangerous place to be. There's multiple reasons why people may beat themselves up. It can be because, you know, maybe they are comparing themselves to someone else or they just have uh, goals that they haven't met or they haven't, you know, they're just doing things but they don't see results. It could be multiple reasons why someone may be in a place where they're like, no, this isn't enough for me. But did you know that the capacity, the strength that you're taking on, there's a reason to it. And I probably sound like I'm talking in circles, but I just need to get this out of my mind because I feel like there's a message, a hidden message in what I'm trying to say. I want to line this up so that you can have an understanding of what I'm trying to say. I'm just making a a, a a very strong point when it comes to knowing your identity and standing firm in your identity. Even if you are in a place where you feel like, dang, this isn't enough, but you're working hard on yourself, you're working hard on your business and things like that, or anything, any craft that you're doing in life. Maybe you have family and you're working hard to do good for your family, but your expectations are still not being met. And you know that this is what you want to do, but you're in a place where it's like, I feel so frustrated because I'm not where I want to be and I know what I'm capable of. I feel as though there's nothing wrong with having high expectations for yourself, but what happens in that in-between time is you know, very important. It's important to acknowledge and know that just because you aren't where you want to be and you thought you would be a certain mark by now, there's a reason behind why you aren't there. Well, what is God trying to show you now in this season? What are you are you do you need to do a little bit more self-reflection? Do you need to do a little bit more self-care? Do you need to do a little bit more just, you know, enjoying the moment? It's important to know that you are going to get to your results. They're just obstacles or setbacks or pause buttons that happen in between of you where you are right now to where you're trying to go. It gets very frustrating when you don't, when you don't meet things that you really want to meet. When certain visions don't come to pass, but in the, in the meantime, <laughs> guess who's cheering you on? your supporters, God, because you are indeed doing a good job. And those frustrations, they do bring a little bit of momentum. They do. They really do. Because I, I kid you not, I feel like sometimes God puts me in a place where I'm very uncomfortable and I get a little bit of frustrated, but it pushes me to do better Even if I can't find the whole entire answer, I just do better. But I want to touch down um, on identity. How do you take care of yourself in the midst of meeting expectations? How do you take care of yourself in the midst of meeting your expectations, your expectations? Uh, There's a difference between man's expectations and your expectations. So you set the bar high. And you're trying to figure out, why am I not where I want to be? Okay. The most important thing that you can do when it comes to you meeting your expectations in that time, you got to know or just remind yourself of who you are. Because here's the thing. The enemy will try to send... So many different thoughts your way that are untrue to where you lose confidence in yourself on the way to meeting your expectations, for instance, this past season no i'm a- uh, okay, this is where I get <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to do um a better job of speaking. As like positive innocence, but I got to be honest with myself at the same time. So I'm just going to say this past season, because for the sake of just believing that I'm out of this season, right? Okay. So this past season that I have been in, it's been crazy. And I almost don't want to share what I've been going through just because it's just, it's crazy it's crazy y'all like crazy to the extent where it's like i don't even know what's going on like what is going on in my life right now um but i'm just slowly picking up pieces life happens and i just remember in the beginning of the year i was like i want to make six figures Ooh, that was a high bar and I really do. I feel like it can happen. But that would take a lot more momentum and strength that I would ever know. And on my way of setting those expectations, I just remember plotting out a plan and trying to stick with the writing business and the book publishing business. And when I tell you, although I love helping people, y'all, building a business alone is not easy. Like, (laughs) it just feels like, you know, so many distractions hit me this year. Like I turned 27. I wanted to start dating and I was building my business, going hard with that. But in the midst of that was distraction after distraction after distraction after distraction. I thought I had it going on at one point. like I was excited because things were really working out for me. I published a new book this year, a poetry book. I started showing myself as a poet. And then once that door opened, I was like, cool, that looks great. We're going to work on this soundtrack. And the soundtrack still hasn't gotten out because I'm trying to figure out how to do that on my own. Make everything sound perfect and professional because I didn't do it. In the studio, I've recorded everything on my phone and made it sound good through music editing software on the computer. And now, I get hit with the opportunity to do life insurance and grow in that industry. And so, just being amongst them is amazing. I love it. I love how just the whole concept of life insurance. I'm like wow, like. Why hasn't this been mandatory? Come on now. This is the best thing in the world to ever have. Like, why, why haven't we insured ourselves? So anyways, I'm not going to go into that tangent. But I'm just thinking about my year. And we're in quarter four. And I'm like, we are nowhere near six figures. Okay, what else was on the prayer list for the year? <laughs> like, we haven't, no, like, uh, bruh. So I'm just thinking to myself, like, dang, girl, what happened? God, what's going on? And um, there's just some other things that I'm thinking of and that I've just gone through. But one of the things is setting a very high expectation for myself. And that makes me reflect on, okay, Arnesia, what did you not do to get there? Did you set enough goals? Did you apply the goals that you set for yourself? you know? And I think what happens is that sometimes in the midst of setting expectations for yourself, you may even go through a little bit of imposter syndrome. You may go through a lot of doubt, probably just thinking that, oh, nobody's going to support me. You question, is this really what I want to do? Like, sometimes you think that you're doing something for God, but it's like, I really don't want to do this. And I don't even know if that's God. I just wonder if it's just something that's just in my heart to do. But, you know, sometimes you go through a lot of questioning and you think you're going to do something but you don't do it but then the time comes for it to be coming to fruition and you're like dang I'm not ready for real for real like there's so many things that get in the way of you trying to meet your expectations I could the list can go on and in that time your identity can be attacked Like literally attacked. And you would think that you're gonna make it out. But let me let me just tell you about depression and what depression be trying to do. Okay. Depression can also sink into you um, in the midst of you trying to meet your expectations. Okay. Anybody can go through depression. A private person will tell you, oh, just go ahead and change your renew your mind. No, sometimes you really do. We're human. Come on now. Like come on now. I don't I don't know if the Bible ever preached Jesus having a downtime where he went through depression. I don't know. He listen. We human beings, okay? All right. And we go through times in our lives where we are trying to figure the heck out what's going on and then also Just trying to settle with who we are on top of that. Because yes, you can be called to do something, but you may not enjoy it. You may be in the midst of beating yourself up like, God, why did you create me this way? And so all of that negative energy surfaces in your room, in your spirit, in your car. And people can feel it sometimes. But the most important thing is to know how do you handle that? How do you get into a place where you can pull yourself up and keep going? I think this is probably like, this is nowhere near the depression I was going through back in 2012 when I was like 18, but, um, cause that was worse. I was like smoking a lot and everything, but now I don't pacify myself, like (laughs) smoking and stuff. Like I don't pacify myself, um, And I'm just thinking, I'm like, you know, the main thing that really happens when you are going through depression is like sometimes like you really can't pull yourself up. Oh Lord. When you can't pull yourself up out of the bed like you want to sleep all day, or you know, you just don't have the motivation to go after your dreams. And so I dealt with I've been dealing with that for months. You wouldn't tell, you couldn't tell at all. What? Because Arne just stays joyful. She wants to be the light in the room. And it's nothing wrong with that. But I think the most important thing to know is that um, in the midst of you going through your go through, you have to look at the signs, the signs that God brings to you in the midst of your in between time, right? you have this dream, you have this goal, you really want to go for it, but you really feel like, dang, I'm nowhere near this goal. I want to get out of the place I'm in. I'm not in a place where I really want to be. I'm unsatisfied with my life. I keep getting setbacks after setbacks after setbacks. And you're trying to figure out how do I fight this thing? It's spiritual, so you can't fight it with your fist. You got to fight it in the in the war room of your room, of your closet, of your home. You got to pray things off. You got to rebuke and renounce things like you got to go to war. You really have to go to war and you have to be in a place where you submit and humble yourself to the point where you can be able to pull yourself out all by the words of your mouth and deciding in your mind. Okay. Because majority of Everything that happens in your life is in your mind. And the things that you attract has a lot to do with what's in your mind. The conversations that you hold with people, the people that you meet, the things that you watch on the internet, like all of that has to do with your mind. I remember times when I would go to sleep crying, like literally crying, and I would just be flipping through TikTok trying to find inspiration. And and nothing but words of encouragement would just come, just... Everything I needed to hear. I'm like, wow, like God knows what to send my way at the right time, even on TikTok. (laughs) You know, Um, what else? Like it's all mental. And you, when you're going through depression, you begin to create your reality like you will create your own world of thinking that people are against you, you're not heard, you're not understood, your business won't flourish, what was the point in even starting the business? There's no real, you know, people out here who want to hear what you have to say and then you stay you stay trapped in your own home and you know you need to get out of the house and you leave the blinds closed like those are all signs of depression trying to creep in. And one thing that I have been Just battling and doing like to really combat this thing is to really like push myself to stay encouraged. Like, girl, we ain't going nowhere today. Uh uh. Like, I talk to myself as if I'm my own friend. Sometimes I feel like I'm all I got. Okay. I'm all I have. At the end of the night, there's no man here. Hello. Nobody physical. Okay. I know God's here all the time. Never fails, but I got to talk to myself in the mirror and say, Girl, we ain't going in today. Uh uh, we, ren- we renounce every negative thought. And another thing I've had to practice is start just noticing those negative thoughts when they come, write them down if I have to. Because you have to know that the enemy the one thing the enemy wants to do is attack your identity, he wants to pull and yank on your goals, your dreams, your aspirations. He wants you to stay in poverty. He wants you to be abused. He wants you to be manipulated. He just doesn't like you because he knows that you have greater upon your life. He knows that you have a special and unique identity about your soul that can change lives. And when you allow yourself to stay stuck in that place of fear, of lack and doubt and all that negativity, like, listen, it's like drowning in an ocean, my God. It's like drowning in an ocean. And it's like, how do I swim above to the surface? And you got to see the warrior in yourself okay, you gotta talk to yourself in the mirror. I am seeing the warrior in myself today. We swimming, baby. we swimming. That's my acronym to get up out of this depression to get up out of poverty, to get up out of whatever's trying to keep me down and away from my goals and dreams, any distractions we swimming out, okay. That's important to know and apply to your life because you may be wondering, well, why isn't my business taking off like I look around and I notice it all the time. Like Sometimes we just need to start renouncing things off of our life. We keep dibbling and dabbling into things that causes us to be in depression and causing spirits to conjure up from the dead. And we wonder why have, why are we still in lack? And we call it claiming abundance, trying to manifest things, but you are dibbling and dabbling in things that keep you hindered. And you wonder why are you still stuck in the same place? And I understand that we got these African roots we're trying to stick to. But sometimes God brings us out of things that are full of darkness so that we can be able to live in this marvelous light and we have to accept it. And not everybody wants to accept it. Not everybody wants to accept it. But I know for me in my house, in my life, we ain't staying in bondage. Okay, we've been through it enough. It's enough because it's really hard to get out of oppression. Um, Identity, most important thing, because. You have to continually remind yourself of who you are. And I always talk to self and about self, okay? It is not selfish to focus on you. I think I have ignored myself for so long trying to think that, oh, I can't, I'm, I don't wanna be a lover of self. Like, come on, guys, come on. I think, you know, the Bible does state that, you know, when we live in one of the signs of living in the end times is like people will become lovers of selves. And so we look at that scripture and we begin to think that self love is a bad thing. Oh my God, can we use wisdom? All right. So, yes, like I'm going here because it's so important to know because I think that a lot of people, if you're Christian, a lot of people go into, um, you know, in the body of Christ, we tend to not focus on what matters the most and i love god's people and i love helping them and <laughs> like that's an affirmation <laughs> okay so i have to just dis- disclaimer um i'm a strong believer but i also like to know why things are said and what is the meaning and purpose behind why it's said Because I have grown up or just kind of like been under the acknowledgement of thinking that it's bad to um, love your, like practice self-love. And um, I would try to abstain from things regarding self because I didn't want to be selfish or prideful. But I think that it's very important to know what is the real meaning behind that scripture when it's supposedly, you know, a sign to be that you know, people be lovers of cells. Like, what does that mean? To me, that means a sense of pride, you know, all they care about is their self and they don't share or they don't give back or they don't support others and everything just matters about them and them, them, them. Like That's the main reason and that's how I see it. And I believe that's really how it's supposed to be seen because if the Bible also tells us that the greatest commandment is to love God with all of our heart, mind, and soul and the second to it is to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, What does that tell us? We need to know how to love ourselves, right? So therefore, if I want to love God with all of my heart, mind, and soul, and I have to love my neighbor as I love myself, I'm going to practice loving myself so that I will know how to love my neighbor and also give that same affection to God. Because guess what? God is in that neighbor and God is also in me. So then as we think about it, who are we loving? you who yourself, right? You're loving God inside of you. You're loving God um, in your neighbor. And you're also practicing, like you have to practice self-love because self-love is a Um, It's a mechanism to help you do inward searching so that you will be able to know how to, guess what, correct yourself, right? Because God will send correction. He will send you um, signs and things that you need to work on about yourself. You have to do self-reflection when you read the Bible. The Bible is completely a mirror. So guess what? You're talking and thinking and helping yourself, right? right? We go to the word of God. So we have to know our identity through the word of God because the Word of God will tell us who we are in the eyesight of God, in the image of God. So therefore, when I talk about God identity, I talk about understanding God and your identity because you are a replica of God. He created you in his image. So therefore, you have to do some inward searching and knowing, well, what is God? Who is God? And then once you have a good understanding of who God is, Then you go into, okay, how can I apply this love to myself? Because God is love, right? So I want to also know how to love. He says to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Well, what is this love? How can I be able to apply this love not only to my neighbor, but also to myself? Because guess what? When I start to love myself, I'll know how to love my neighbor. And when you think about love... And knowing how to really love people, because it can be very hard if you deal with offense and rejection, it can be very difficult to know how to love somebody. And so then one thing that God has been teaching me is to learn, well, where did this rejection come from? And are you paying enough attention to yourself? Are you rejecting yourself? When I was laying in my bed one night, I thought about that. I said, that's a good question. Wow am I rejecting myself? Hmm, right? Think about it. Think really good about it because sometimes we can unconsciously reject ourselves. We reject the fact that we're, hey, we need a hairdo, we can be rejecting the fact that we need a manicure or pedicure. We can be rejecting the fact that we're hurt and broken and we're dealing with anger, right? Because we're not mindful of this anger that's been living in us for so long. That's not love to be angry at everybody. Are you angry at yourself? Do you love who you are? And you can say that blatantly. Oh, I love who I am. Okay, with the hair flip. Okay, how much do you love yourself? Because if you love yourself enough, you wouldn't be so carrying anger and bitterness and resentment towards other people. That's not love. And that needs to go into what is, a, what is going on inside of you and are you paying attention to what's inside of you? Are you suppressing this anger because it's so familiar with how people have done you in the past? Are you suppressing this anger and just hiding it and putting it in your back pocket and thinking that it's not going to be seen or heard? Are you, are you hiding this because you really don't want to face it? And is that love? I want you to do this one thing is to ask yourself constantly, is that love? Whatever actions you're taking, is that love? You just cuss somebody out, is that Love? You're holding a grudge against somebody. Is that love? How do you go to sleep knowing that you have offense towards somebody? Like, I can't do it anymore. I know for a fact. When I have a problem with somebody, that junk, I try to talk about it, journal about it, until I'm like, God, it's going to take a minute to get my heart right because I have my point of view. But God be checking me all the time. he be like, listen, I will make you feel nauseous. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I was carrying such, like, hurt against someone that it started to make and I wanted I knew I needed to like forgive and send the forgive not, uh, not forgive because I already forgave them I needed to um, apologize to them and I was like starting to feel headaches and nauseous and all this extra stuff and I'm just like Ugh. and God's kept putting it in my ear send them a message or call send them a message or call and I'm like I don't want to because I feel like I'm right they left me hanging like I felt like I was right, but that didn't matter because you don't know what they're feeling and you don't know what they're going through. So who's going to be the bigger picture, the bigger person here? Okay. I hope it's you. So anyways, that was just my little example. Um, but the most important thing that you can do in the midst of you um, going through like just this whole identity and just embracing who you are in the midst of you going towards meeting your expectations and seeing things really come to pass, one thing I've learned is that you got to work on yourself in the midst of this um, time. And sometimes going to therapy is the best thing that you need. It's important to go to therapy. It's so important because there are sometimes you need someone else to pick out those issues inside of you, ask you the right open-ended questions so that you can begin to think about things in a different way. All the stuff that you might be having bottled up inside of you could just be from your perspective and that doesn't help anybody or anything. You could be going on for years with things in your heart not even knowing that this is the, it's a cause that's affecting your life and the people that come into your life and the situations that occur in your life. It could be because you've thought a certain way for so long and you thought that it's okay. But really, when you talk to somebody like a therapist, they can tell you, "Uh uh-uh, that sounds like you're dealing with rejection or what happened in your childhood. There are certain things that smart uh, No, I'm sorry, not smart. Um, There's certain things that therapists can ask you and do and have you practice that can help bring out things that you never knew existed. Oh my gosh. Go to therapy, y'all. Another thing that you can do is um, start just making better habits setting up time blocks for yourself, setting a schedule for yourself, um, and also just reading books that better yourself, like really, truly paying attention to bettering you because the most things that you will attract in your life has to do with your level of thinking. Okay, things come to you. And oftentimes they come to you because of something inside of you. If you ever wonder, um, if you ever wonder like, why do I always like, why did, why did, why are there so many people in my life that come into my life that are dealing with um, rejection? And you might think that, oh, I'm good. I'm not dealing with rejection. Sometimes, people do come into your life because you're there to plant a seed and help them get out of that place that you were once in. Yes, that happens. But sometimes what we, what you're dealing with, you know, you might be attracting people into your life because of what you're dealing with. And not just like, you know, birds of the flag, fed, same feather flock together. It's like, this. it comes to you. I don't know a better way to to explain it. Um, but the main thing to do is to work on your mindset and work on building yourself in the word of God and understanding that this is this this life thing is no joke. The word of God is no joke because it's literally life giving power. I don't know what your belief is, but it is my prayer that you come to understand who you are through the word of God because You know, there are just certain things that you can pick out of scripture and be like, ooh, that tasted so good. Or, ooh, I needed that today. Or, oh, ooh, yes, that resonates with me. Like, there are just certain things that you can relate to. And you have to want it. You have to want change. You have to want to have a better life. You have to want it so much that you won't allow things to distract you, allow anybody to talk you out of it. You have to want it. You have to change because the thing that you're doing right now is you're the pioneer in your family. You are the chosen one. You are doing something different. And guess what? The same time as you are going towards this greater goal, the same way you're going to it, there's other things trying to pull you back, like running after you, like running after you. And you have to know how to say no stand your ground, set standards. Like this, These are things that are important as you are going towards the things that you want to see come to pass in your life. Because on the other side of this struggle, on the other side of the um, situation you're in, or just on the other side of you moving and walking in your purpose right now, on the other side of it are like continual blessings. Yes, it gets harder, but it's like your life is built on blessings. Your life is like you really start to see prayers come to pass quicker than you ever knew. You really start to see your dreams come to pass. So in this time of your life, don't beat yourself up. Build your momentum and increase your faith. Because God has special ways of bringing you to where you need to be. He has a special way of bringing people into your life who will help you get to where you want to be. And in the midst of it all, I'll say this last thing, in the midst of it all, truly work on your heart towards God. And I say this because in the midst of you waiting on your breakthroughs, in the midst of you transitioning into a new lifestyle, in the midst of you working on building yourself, you might just have moments where you feel offended towards God. You might feel like, I don't even like the fact that I'm here. And I don't understand why you have me here, God. Like sometimes you might get angry at God, okay? Sometimes you need to let that out, that frustration out. And sometimes you might even feel like giving up. You might end up experiencing suicidal thoughts. These are all the things that come to the surface in your midst of waiting. But when God sends his love to you, when he wraps his arms around you, and when he Sends people into your life to help bring you back up. Don't ignore. Do not ignore the signs of God. Work on your heart. Begin to build your faith. Begin to repent and say, God, I do not like that I'm here. But God, show me how to have faith in this season. Remind me of your word when, it's, when I can't think of anything else, God. Remind me, send signs my way. Like, just talk to God. Talk to God. Tell him how you feel. But also remember, God, I don't want to stay here. Have your moment. Have your pity party, okay? But don't stay there too long. Because yes, you need to release your emotions. You need to release your emotions, but cover those emotions with prayer, with something encouraging, motivating, something that will bring you up because you don't want to stay there, okay? You don't want to stay there. If you end up allowing those emotions to overtake you, like literally overtake you, you will begin to stay in that place. And then it'll be just those thoughts and those feelings will become familiar and you'll still be in the same place, like in the same place months later because of your mindset and what you have allowed to invade your mindset. So I am praying right now that this message has been some type of word of encouragement or, you know, I just wanted to share a positive note And be a light for somebody right now because you might just be in a situation or place in your life where you're just like very unhappy about where you are and you thought you would be in a better place by now. But I want you to take into consideration the things that I have talked about and just remember that you are going to greater places Allow this season, number one, allow the season of your life to to literally help you to self-reflect and improve your identity. You know, don't fall into the trap of comparison if you feel that coming along, meaning don't ignore the signs. The signs of comparison is if you're looking at other people and you feel like you have to be like them in order to get to where you want to go, Right. That's another that's one sign. Another sign is if you feel jealous about other people succeeding while you're in the midst of waiting. Like just pick up on those signs and you know what those signs are. You know when you are feeling like you know you need to take a break from social media because it feels like you know you and your emotions. <laughs> it's like that sometimes. So um just be mindful in this season and take good care of yourself and just Keep practicing love. Talk to you. Talk to God. Pray to God. Talk to you and love on you and know how to learn how to love on you. I know for some of you, you may have not um, had a good understanding of how to love, right? Because you've been hurt for so long and love probably wasn't something that's built in your family bloodline, but um, practice loving you. The way that you would want to be loved by others. So if you know that you are an affectionate person or maybe your love language is gifts or maybe your love language is words of affirmation, I challenge you to do the very things that you would do for someone else or that you would want someone else to do for you. Do that for you and watch how much you will grow. Watch how much you will see an increase in your in your mindset, your thinking, like begin to think and plan days. You know what? I think I'm gonna go buy myself some flowers today and write myself a note, okay? Or I'm gonna go buy a new shirt today and wrap it up in a gift and save it for later so that Friday. Once I meet my goals, I get to unwrap my gift. Like sometimes you got to do things that reward you or just show a little bit of love for yourself. Do some self-care practices like taking and soaking in a bubble bath, putting some candles on, praying and releasing anything that's around you. Like, God, restore my heart from all brokenness. God, break off every chain of fear and and. and And demonic forces of darkness. Protect my land. Like, Begin to speak life over yourself. If you're somebody who needs words of affirmation, begin to speak life over yourself. Talk to you. If there's nobody else around or you feel like there's nobody else around, do what you know is going to bring you up. Love on you the way that you would want some people to love on you. And do the same for others because this is the circle of life. Love conquers all. And that's what you need right now. Okay. So I'm done with my spill. I hope that this has been encouraging and definitely let me know if this has been encouraging. I want to know what are you doing in, what do you do when times are hard? How do you keep yourself motivated? Okay. Let me know what you do. How do you keep yourself motivated when times are hard? I would love to know that because that can help somebody else out. That can help me out. You never know. (laughs) So thank you for listening. Remember, you are chosen. Chosen to do marvelous and great things in the light of God. Embrace who you are, chosen one. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you've gained anything from our podcast, please leave us a review, letting us know your thoughts. And don't forget to subscribe to Up To Me Radio on your favorite podcast platform and follow at I am Arnesia. That's at I-A-M-A-R-N-E-S-J-A-H on social media to hear more from the God Identity Podcast. I'll catch you later.